Wait, what? Wait, what? We're on? We're live? Hey, you. Hey, you. You know what I was just thinking about? What's that? What if I didn't realize and I sent you the link under the sports account and we recorded an entire Wait What episode under the sports account? Would that be good? <laughs> I don't even know. What, what would we do? <laughs> well, hopefully I would notice because I would see that too. But does it say like Wait Sports in a little text message? Um, no, actually. Because otherwise I don't, I don't know how we would see. <laughs> right? Um, I'm a, I don't know. Well, let's not test those waters. I'm and a, I, I believe in you, Damien. I, I have full faith and confidence <laughs> that you will never, ever screw that up. Because so. I'm a little morbidly curious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> nah, don't no, test no. those waters. Uh, I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll behave. Good. Good. <laughs> How are you? I'm uh I'm hanging in there. I'm alive. Present. Present. <laughs> Man, this was the most most Mondayest Tuesday I've had in a very very long time. Today did feel like a very Monday Tuesday. This whole having a holiday and then trying to like jump right back into the swing of things right after. Nah. Can I? Yeah, I can I tell you that as a service worker, I'm really tired of all these little bullshit holidays everybody else gets off. <laughs> you know, like I'm frankly like really actually, can we have like, I, I'm tired of it. I don't want to say like, can we have a holiday for people that actually work? Cause that's douchey. Like you, you work like, you know, people work, but it's just, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty tired of it, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I feel that. Cause you know, when, um, those years I was in corporate America and all my friends were teachers and uh, they would be off all the time, like every holiday seemed like, and then this whole summer thing. And I'm just like, they're like, what are you doing for summer break? I'm like, what is a summer break? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't understand. I'm not in that world anymore. So I feel you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like we have customers come in and they're like, you know, they'll come in on Friday and they're like, today's Friday. And I literally just go look at them like, what does that mean to me? Please tell me what that means to me. Please t- explain to me what that means to me because it means nothing to me. <laughs> or like COVID, everybody got to stay home. Good for you. I had to go to work. Because <laughs> like, you're essential, bro. You're essential. Labor Day, Memorial Day, like all these holidays, President's Day. Columbia or uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. No, I gotta go to work. <laughs> you are essential. The, I'm, you're the backbone of America. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of this, Grandpa. We <laughs> <laughs> need you. We need my, you out there. That's my early show rant. Right? It's okay. It's okay. I get it. I get it. There are a lot of professions that don't get to enjoy different holidays because you know they're always on but those are the businesses that are, that are essential you know? we lazy americans have to eat something yes making you a sandwich is essential it is mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> why it's because you're a sub above <laughs> well subway's working too so I, I don't know i don't know exactly what that means to me because they're still at work 
Uh, you know, they're a sub below. Yeah, right. They're they're uh, trying to find the Titanic. Trying to find the Titanic. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, my my my, uh, my favorite days were when I did marketing. I really enjoyed that part of my job. I like to sell things that are are good products. Yeah, Jersey uh, Mark. I hear you guys are getting ready to do another day of giving, couple of days of giving. We're not doing a day of giving, but this entire month you can donate to the Maui Food Bank because of fires that happened there. Um, okay. But yeah, it's not like a, for the love of God, people don't come swamp the store. It is not a day of giving. <laughs> Clear that up right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I think everyone go to the store on on Saturday. Y'all going to be pissed off when we're understaffed because you all want to show up and now you're getting your subs in 20 minutes. You can show up. It's, I'm not going to feel worth, bad for anyone. I'm not no. going to refund anyone. I'm not going to remake any orders. You're going to sit there, shut up, and wait for your food to be ready. And you and it's worth it because they're your sub above. And, and Courtney and so, says this, and Courtney never comes into Jersey Mike's. How do you know? I go there when you're in Odessa. Oh, is that what and you I go, do? And I go to the Odessa one when you're in Midland, so you oh, don't know. Oh, is that what you do? Every time I go in, I'm just like, where's Damien? And they're like, he's not here today. How many times have you gone in? You know what? We don't need to get into that right now. We have a show to do. (laughs) The only time you've been in since I got back was the day you went to pick up your cookies. No comment. No comment. Okay? No comment. I do have a gift. I do have a gift certificate for Jersey Mike's. So I do need to go to Jersey Mike's rather soon. See? But I would go there anyway because they're a sub above. We are a sub above. <laughs> a sub above the rest. Yes. So, Damien, how was your week? Like, did you have a good week? Um, no, but. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, I just I haven't been in a good uh, mental state lately. So I'm, it is what it is. Whatever these things happen, it'll pass when it passes. It hasn't passed yet. Uh, it's whatever. Um, I'm just waiting out the storm. But uh, it was a long storm. It's been a it's been long like storm. three weeks. Uh, it's been like a month, and it hasn't gotten any better. Uh, this t- this morning it was great for like two hours, and then it just went back to shit. Um, which, but but that's that that's a we're getting there because. Yeah, but uh, I didn't do anything this week. Um, so this is what happened, okay? This, this, let me give you the tea. So I owed a creditor in Massachusetts $1,100. Oh. Um, it is what it is. I got fired unexpectedly. I was broke as I've ever been in my life, and I did not have money for bills. So, you know, it was just one of those things where it was like, well, you people are not getting paid. <laughs> um and so I was like, you know, I need to take this seriously. I need to get my, I need my credit right. Like, just pay this bill off, whatever. So I call the company. This was uh, a month ago. I call the company, and I'm like, uh, you know, I need to pay off the bill, whatever. No, I don't have the full amount right now. Don't even ask. <laughs> like, how how can we split it up? And they're like, well, you can pay five fifty this month and five fifty next month. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, fine, let's do it. So. I give them my bank information. I authorize them to charge me um, like the following payday or whatever. They charged me the full $1,100. Oh, 
And that caused my account to go like $620 negative. Oh, because I was prepared to have $550 come out of my bank account, not $1,100 come out of my bank account. Um, And so I call them and they're like, you know, like, yes, that's our mistake. You know, we're sorry about that. Something with the system, blah, blah, blah. But uh, um, what did they tell me? They told me that uh, I could have my bank um, reverse the charge, right? My bank told me to go fuck myself. Right? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. My bank told me that they don't reverse charges on negative accounts. (laughs) And that, that, like, the account was going to stay negative until the money was paid back. And so I told you, I said, well, then you might as well close the bank account because I am not having my check. uh, I am not having my check deposit and losing $600. Like, the minute I get paid, I'm not doing that. She's like, well, like, we're still going to pursue it. Like, you're still going to get whatever, whatever. Like, she was kind of a bitch. I was kind of a bitch. We were bitchy with each other. It is what it is. Um, And so I was like, just close the account. So the account was set up to close. I got paid that Tuesday. The account was set up to close that Friday, right? (laughs) So I went, set myself up a little bank account with Chase. I'm like, F these people. You're not getting my money. This bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I text Waylon and Stephanie. This is my new bank information. Please change this, blah, blah, blah. And my dear, wonderful friends did not change my bank information. And so, and so, guess who got their money? And so, the bank got their money. Did, so, did you end up keeping the account open? Uh, no, it's closed as of now, and I still have that account with Chase. Um, but I have been like <laughs> twenty-one cents in my bank account since like last week because of because I mean you know the second you get paid you lose six hundred dollars it's kind of difficult right. to so uh it has been a long broke week and then just to make it better for you and then you know wonderful when it works but we get paid on Tuesdays well what was yesterday Courtney a holiday. A what holiday? A bank holiday? Yeah. So what, is, so what does that mean? That means everything's delayed a day. That means I don't be. get paid till tomorrow. Uh, that's, that's actually kind of trash because, uh, well, okay. I don't want to, because Jersey might. <laughs> you said dumb. I don't want to. <laughs> Look. Because I don't want to trash your people. <laughs> go go off. It's fine. Because, it's fine. It's because fine. the thing is, is that when you know there's there's a bank holiday, most good employers will pay you, will put the money in the bank ahead of time, knowing that it's going to be a delay if they do it because of the holiday situation. So knowing that you can't make the deposit on on Monday, it should have been done ahead of time. So that if, if anything, you get paid earlier and not later. But you know, that's that's just my employer side. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I don't know any of the logistics of that. I I, I don't. Um, the way our payroll works is we get paid through that Sunday. Wayon and Seth do payroll that immediate Monday, and then we get paid the next day. So maybe they can't do that because we would lose a whole day of pay. I don't know. Um, because our payroll ends on Sunday. Or I should say the pay period ends on Sunday and it's processed on Monday. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I don't know. That'd be my assumption. So y'all don't have like a week in the hole? I'm sorry? So you guys don't have like a week in the hole? Basically where you have like like I get paid and I've already worked a week into the next paycheck by no. the time I get paid. Mm-mm. So that's what's I mean like that's what's normally nice about our <laughs> pay periods is that it's literally you get paid, you work Monday through Sunday, you work Monday through Sunday, you get paid. You work Monday through Sunday, you work Monday through Sunday, you get paid. Um, and it's great. We love it. Just not on bank holidays. It's effing terrible on bank holidays. Um, so my little broke ass is sitting here, bro. I'm on like my last little quarter tube of toilet paper. I'm like, how to pay Oh my towels. gosh. I'm like, I can, I'm like, I can like Venmo you some money. No, 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 no. I get paid tomorrow. It's fine. I want you to be able to poop healthily. I want I you get, to be able to like eat a cheeseburger. It's okay. I get paid tomorrow. It's all good. <laughs> These things happen because I'm irresponsible and I accept it. I'm not blaming it on anybody else. It is what it is. I'm, I'm going to have to take a field trip out there to. to <laughs> take you to uh what's all those restaurants on Fadri? i need to no i'm good i don't know i've been eating just fine i mean today i ate some some jersey mics for dinner because uh my food lasted me until today <laughs> and then i was like all see, right jersey mics breakfast see that's a, that's how i know it's bad because you never eat jersey mics <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever that's how you know that's how you know it's serious. I'm like, you never eat churches like. Oh yeah, so that's that's been my life. Um, it, you know, it's mostly my fault for letting my account get so negative. I'm not gonna act like it's not. I went on a little, I went on a little like, I kind of said fuck it. You know, I was like, I'm gonna be broke. I'm gonna be broke. And I went on a little like, you know, shopping. Not spree, but I bought some, not spree. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a shopping spree, but it was a little because I was like, everything I have will last me until I get paid again. So F it. Well, Damien, you know, there's like a quality of life issue. <laughs> um and so yeah, I've been just just a little broke <laughs> for um, Some of these things are learning, you know, learning process. Can't, you know, you have to experience the life to understand the life. So. Bro, I'm a grown ass man who knows this. I'm just effing irresponsible with my money. And I really think, and this sounds pathetic and I hate it, I got to check myself into a money management class or something because I am so bad with my money. It is absurd how irresponsible I am with the way I spend my money. Like, absurd. <laughs> I, not money management, but I I figure that you keep being broke, keep keep on being broke. That a month that will teach you to manage your money. <laughs> I learned that lesson the hard way, and I didn't have to go to anybody's class. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so when I tell you, like I've been like grabbing waters from work because I don't have money to go buy water bottles. Oh, <laughs> and no. I've been like. Oh my god, man! It's been rough. I've been eyeing my gas tank. Like I just gotta get home, and then if I don't leave on my day off, then I can fill it up first thing in the morning on my way to work after I get. Paid. Oh, 
And if that happens, how do I learn? I have to suffer. I have to suffer with my consequences, uh, Courtney. I got to sit there and be a broke joke and su- and and be broke. I got to learn, man. <laughs> hate that for you, but you're right. You have to learn. You have to learn somehow. So that's that's been my my week has basically just been me being broke as shit going why do i do this to myself well i feel that that was me like up until the very first paycheck of the year which just happened like two weeks ago mm. because you know i had my whole thing was i'm I'm gonna save so i don't have to work over the summer i make sure that all my bills were paid well i did that problem was is that i thought i was going to get paid earlier in august and i actually got paid ah August, I didn't really account for. I had May, June, and July under wraps. And so August came around, and it was just like, oh, poo. <laughs> uh, I kind of need some money. Oh, it's getting, it's getting pretty tight. Well, see, and that's another finally, thing with me. Oh, sorry. You finish your, sorry, finish your story. I was just going to say, finally, payday happened, and you know, things, life was good again. But, yeah, it was, it was questionable. Yeah, I was just going to say, I had accounted to where I would get paid on Tuesday. And I was like, I just got to make it till Tuesday. I mean, I get paid. And then today happened. I was like, oh, we are broke, broke. (laughs) Like today was like the breaking point. But it's fine. It's fine. I ate dinner. I had some freaking Jersey Mike's. And honestly, I'm sitting there eating it. I'm like, this shit ain't half bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I, I see why people come in here yeah. for this. <laughs> um, this really is above. Yeah, I'm like this. This shit really. I, I understand it. Now. I kind of get it. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, man, I, I ate my Jersey Mike's and I got two water bottles. I got two water bottles left, and um, I got a little bag of Cheetos for a snack and. Well, I mean, is it like, is it like a midnight hit, or is it like in the morning? Like, so I've never been paid by Chase, but according to Xavier, it's like a seven a.m. hit. Okay. And I don't even know if it'll be further delayed because of the holiday. I don't even know. I, I don't think it would be, but I don't know. Or it, since this is going to be like the first deposit, does that count? I mean, there are all kind of factors. There are all kind of factors, but we're just hoping for the best here. <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh. I will, I will be following up with you. <laughs> I don't want you to, Lord, heaven forbid you have to eat Jersey Mike's again. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> like, and it's weird because, like, when I eat our food, I'm like, this shit ain't half. But then when I think about eating our food, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you put all the sprinkles and the and the juice on it? Yeah, I, I did a number eight club sub with Mike's way with no tomato and no oil, and then I did it with some some yellow mustard and some mayonnaise. So. Oh man, mayonnaise! Good. I don't mustard together. Like smother it in the mayonnaise. I but yeah, a little mayonnaise, a little mayo on it. Good. God, are you white peopling me right now? Oh, well, just uh, uh, mayonnaise. 
I'm just, no, I'm just no mayonnaise at all for you? None at all? Yeah, nah, nah, I'm not a mayonnaise fan. Okay, interesting. I'm not a mayonnaise fan. I will mustard all day. Spicy mustard, Dijon mustard, honey mustard is my favorite. I love honey mustard, but it has to be the right kind of. I mean, I'm very picky about it. I don't know why, but it has to be the right kind of honey mustard. If it's overly sweet, I think it's really gross. Yeah. So it's got to be the right kind of honey mustard. I feel that. I feel that. Well, what about you? Tell us about your week. Man. <laughs> well, well. Is, you, is your week your mind or what? <laughs> well, not really because I have like – I had, there are three things I want to talk about for this week. And uh, we'll start with one. We'll start in, in kind of chronological order. So one of the things that happened this week was, uh, I think it might have been Thursday. We get a message um, from our president of the Pride Center of the Board of Directors for Pride Center of West Texas. And basically, we were asked to leave the church where we've called home. Pride Center, West Texas, have have, uh, since the beginning of the summer been basing operations out of a church in Odessa. Uh, This church was once a a school, so they had a lot of extra classroom space and all that kind of stuff. And they were letting us rent out space uh, to use as the main headquarters. Well, one of the uh, organizations under Pride Center um, had a drag show, not there at the at the church, somewhere else. Well, the elders of the church who really honestly and truthfully didn't want us there in the first place. Why we got in bed again with this church, I'm still not sure. Um, I was definitely someone who was not necessarily in favor of using this space just because it was a church and we're gay. Like <laughs> that just already didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Didn't really um, sit with you. Yeah, it didn't really sit with me, but it didn't sit with the elders in the church either. So anyway, this group had a drag show and apparently people in the church got all bent out of shape, which they were already bent out of shape. You know, they were looking for a reason to be mad and to not like us. But this happened to be the catalyst. And so uh, they communicated through their priest, who was also a member of our board of directors, that um, they wished to no longer have us as a tenant and wish for us to, to vacate the premises. Now, they didn't tell us this directly. Uh-huh. Um, they all went, you know, it was all secondhand knowledge and secondhand information. We're just like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Um, we're going to have to relocate, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing I know, you know, we, the week, just that weekend before, we had had a, uh, we had had a meeting uh, that, a board meeting that was like a board retreat where we kind of further clarified our roles and responsibilities and set up these different committees an internal affairs committee and the external affairs. Well, this external affairs committee was to handle all of our PR, mm-hmm. um, you know, draft statements whenever something happened, you know. Are you the um, head of that? I, I am. I, I am. Say How you did you be. know that? <laughs> oh, oh, see, 
Thank it's PR. you. I'm thinking <laughs> PR guy, you know, someone who has firm media relations, all that kind of good stuff. Um, so before I know anything, and you know, I'm talking with the the co-head of the external affairs, and uh, who is a, a college professor, and his the thing that he teaches is actually like public media. And so the two of us were going to brainstorm and, and come up with an appropriate response and make sure that we worded everything the right way. And, you know, well, before we could do that, a statement was released. Oh, no. And this statement was um, not. Well, it was not the way that I would have put anything. It was a little to me. It was a little over the top. It was emotional. It was a very emotional response. Mm-hmm. And um, it got a lot of people riled up. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm getting all kind of messages, all kind of DMs and everything. Everybody's just like, uh, what happened to the Pride Center? What's going on with Pride Center? What's, what was the deal? What is the deal? Who is this church? What's going on? Why do they hate you? I'm Why do they like, hate you? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, well. Courtney's like, um, let's take a breath. <laughs> yeah, let's take a breath here. Um, you know, they this situation certainly could have been a lot worse. But, you know, when we reached out to the church, they didn't give us a timetable of when we had to leave. We took it upon ourselves to say, well, we got to get out right now. We got to, we got to go. We got to pack up everything. We got to leave. Although they, they didn't like, they didn't go and change the locks on the building. They didn't put all of our stuff in boxes outside. You know, the church didn't do anything. The church confirmed with our board president, that yes, we would like for you guys to leave. We would like to terminate this this uh, relationship. But they um, didn't set a timetable. We asked for a timetable, and they said uh, we'll get back to you on a timetable. Can I ask like a quick quick question, quick answer? Sure, sure. Do you guys like pay some kind of a rent to be there, or? Yes, but this happened okay. on August thirty first. Was the end of the month. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Proceed. So, so, um, so this statement goes out and uh, sensationalized is, is the word that I would really use. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people were, were instantly upset because the wording made it look like this is another brazen attack on the gay community. Woe is us, we can't exist in these spaces. Um, you know, uh, what are we going to do now? Uh, we're going to depend on, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to fight oppression any way we can. Wherever it comes from. Um, on some levels, it was a good speech, but it was just... It didn't tell the whole truth? Or it, did was sensation- it? it was sensationalized. Yeah. And uh, that part of it really is upsetting. I was going to say, sensationalizing things like that is like the number one way to turn me away from your cause. Exactly. And that's that's the message that I wanted people to understand, is that we can still make people sympathetic to our, our cause. Yes, we have been asked to vacate. Yes, we are now a homeless organization that has to find another another location somewhere else to go. And we are going to have to do it really quickly. However... It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it could be, you know, not once did they, did they burn a rainbow or anything. 
<laughs> no, no, no rainbow, rainbow. Flags. no rainbow flags were burned in, in the course of this whole ordeal. Uh, they never, you know, said anything derogatory. They never made even made a public statement. Um, but we went out there and, we, and and we put their names out there, which I am purposely not doing that to that church um, here on this podcast. I'm not going to do that uh, because, in I'll my opinion, they, <laughs> they handled it extremely professionally, and I don't feel like we handled it very professionally. So this is an opportunity for us to grow. Um, when you know, I voice these things and and uh, you know, voice the concerns of of putting out the statement that we put out. You know, I was told that well, we didn't have time for the opinion committee to to formulate a thought. Was yeah. that meant to sound the way it sounds? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gay people are so messy. Okay, so messy. That's why I don't associate with my own kind. So fucking that would have gotten a bitch slapped. <laughs> Look, at that point, I was just like turned off. I was like, I got so many other things going on right now that if I'm just going to be an opinion committee, then okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me go and deal with these other fifty things that are going on in my life right now. Yeah. So, uh, but long story short, you know, um, we do have. We, we did manage to come up with a, a, a location uh, pretty quickly. Thank you to Sanctuary, Sanctuary Weird in Odessa. Um, we had an opportunity to relocate to Midland. And, you know, that was another area of debate because I would say the majority of our funding comes from companies located in Midland. Because the oil companies, you know, the companies are, the oil companies are located in Midland. Their offices are in Midland. Um, I say one of the, uh, one of our groups under our umbrella, um, their membership is mostly driven of members from Midland. So it would only make sense and be logical that we have a location in Midland. However, not everyone agrees. And so the thought of even having a base in Midland which says, nah, we're not going to do that. Which that's, you know, again, that's a little upsetting. I wish we would we would really consider if, if our mission is to help West Texans, we should be where they are, not be what's most convenient for us. And when I say us, I mean, you know, the select, select members, uh, select people. So, uh, I'm, I want you to know how, how hard it is. I'm trying to be so nice and political. Don't be nice uh, and political. No, I'm trying to be nice and political because I still have to work with everyone. You know, I'm still on this board. I did not quit the board. I, 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 I board. contemplated it. I definitely have contemplated it. And uh, we have a, our, our next board meeting on Thursday. And uh, there are going to be some, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting meeting because it, the end of that meeting could result in me submitting a resi- resignation letter. Uh, two people have already resigned from the board and uh, there could be further mass exodus because I was the, not the only one 
on the opinion committee who was offended. <laughs> and so uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll see how that whole thing goes. But, you know, we had an opportunity. I'm, I'm very grateful to all the people in Midland and all of West Texas who offered um, just the outpouring of support uh, that was made. But, you know, one of the big things that's been decided is we need to have our own facility. We need to like build or purchase our own piece of land. We need to have something for us. And so, you know, the, the next thing that we're going to do is, is there'll be a capital project um, to work on building a location. There'll be great debate on where this location is. You know, I personally, I would love to see something in the middle. Put it in the middle. Put it somewhere, you know, where that it's, it's easily accessible by people from both cities. Mm. Because it services both cities, not just one. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that whole thing goes. But that happened this week. That happened Thursday. That happened Thursday. Yeah, that happened Thursday. Uh, Friday, <laughs> I decided to go to a football game. <laughs> so Permian, Permian wasn't playing. Per, Permian played in Waco on Friday night, which, you know, I think the week before last week, I talked about how horrible that first game was. and We just got our asses beat. Well, they went to Waco midway and they won. It was, it was a good bounce back win. Uh, for Mojo, so that was that was definitely a plus. But since the since my cats were away, uh, they gave me an opportunity to see what was going on here locally, and the Legacy Rebels were playing here in town. So as I normally do every single season, um, I go to a Legacy game because you know I want to see the band, I want to see what's going on um, <coughs> firsthand uh, up close. And I want to get a, a good view of what's, you know, I want to see it for myself. People can talk about what's going on, but I want to see it for myself. So I um, went to the game, put on my legacy shirt. I was wearing one of my sparkly legacy shirts uh, with, the, with the new logo guy. And he's like, the shirt is all um, glittery, uh, silver and maroon. It's a fucking fabulous shirt. It's a black shirt. And so it kind of makes the legacy guy, the soldier, he looks black, which I'm, I'm sure that that in itself caused an issue in the uproar. Like not only is, is Courtney Ratliff wearing here at this legacy game wearing a legacy shirt, but he made the legacy uh, soldier, he made that rebel be black. It's just too much. This don't too much. Don't he know how much we don't like black folk? That's why we made Lee High School in the first place. Exactly. And so uh, when I got there, um, I got there after the game had started. I, I just kind of chilled and hung out on the main mezzanine, main level, concourse level, and watched the first half. And as we got closer to halftime, I decided to go to the very top of the stage. Now, normally when I go to a legacy game or a Midland High game, I don't sit where, where everybody else. I managed to get into the press box and go into the band box. Uh, that day, I didn't even try. I was just like, I'm just not, I'm not even going to go through the hassle of trying to get into the band box. Um, I didn't talk to the athletic director and get it put on the list or anything. Um, I'm just going to go and sit 
you know, go and be there in the state. It's not like they're selling out any crowds at all by uh-huh. any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I never have to worry about tickets or being able to get to the top of the stadium. So uh, usually when I, if I do walk to the top of the stadium, I like walk around the outside and, uh, and then kind of walk around the top, across the top, long ways and kind of out of everyone's way. Well, for whatever reason, I decided, you know what, I'm going straight up the middle in the middle of the stadium, in the middle of the whole stadium. And one of the first people that I walk by is your friend that ran for school board and your friend that, that uh, you know, sued the school district because of the name change and, and uh, declared, you know, basically Who? was a, 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 the, the Lee lover, the sympathy, Lee sympathy. Speak words. Who? My heritage. You know your friend. Are you talking about Kathy or uh, whatever? Kathy Davis? Whatever the hell her name was? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. You know, like, you know her name. Don't make I'm, me say it. I'm not even trying to be funny. I really cannot think. Oh, wait. The witch? Yeah. Daisy? Her. No, not that. I don't know what. She shriveled up and died. I don't know what happened to Daisy. <laughs> Daisy Satan? The lady? Who, Satan? Yeah, Satan. Okay. The realtor. Okay. That joined that joined the the Negro Business and Professional Women's yes, Club. Yes, 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 okay, yes. Yes, okay. to try and save face. Well, she was right there, and so I know she was the first person we saw. Me. So and she was like, I, "My word!" And then she saw you, and so I know that I was seen. It was like no question I was seen. Apparently, they took pictures. People were taking pictures. And all of this stuff. So I go up to the top of the stadium. I'm thinking nothing of it. I get up there. I record the band, record the halftime show and everything, and watch that. And it's like, hmm, okay. And so uh, the next morning, I start getting all these messages. Again, Facebook Messenger is a buzz. Courtney, did you really go to the Legacy game? Were you really at the game? Was that really you? I'm like, <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, I went to the game. Of course, I'm the talk of the town again. And they were just like, well, everybody's talking about you and and how you were there. And you were at this game. I can't believe you went to the game. I was just like, I go to a game every year. I just don't normally sit out with the the common people. The (laughs) common people. I'm usually in the press box, but I'm always at a game. This is nothing new. And so that's when I, that's why I, I finally, I just made the, the Facebook post. And I was just like, apparently I'm the talk of the town. I'm the, the controversy of the day because I went to the Legacy game. Yes, I was there. Yes, I was wearing a sparkly Legacy shirt. Uh, yes, I was there to see the band, which really needs to be the topic of conversation. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, just, and then just the people that were there, like, one person, and he did it jokingly. Somebody had texted me while I was at the game because he had seen me I, after I had walked to the top of the stadium. He was just like, I see you here at the game, at the Legacy game. I said, yep, I'm here to watch the band. He was like, oh, the the, the best band in, in all the in land. The land. <laughs> and I was just like, they're not even the best band in Midland. Calm down. 
<laughs> he, he just laughs. But um, I just don't understand why I still have so much space in these people's heads. Like, Does, Doesn't it kind of feel good, though? A little bit. You know, I understand Cardi B's lyrics now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so that's why I replied what I did to Sherry. Sherry was just like, you still living rent-free in their heads. And, <laughs> and I responded, I still got, I got condos in their heads. But really, the, the Cardi B line is, I got condos in these bitches' heads. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, it's it's weird. It's just weird to me that people would make such a big deal that I was at this football game. I think it's I, weird. I'm sorry. I think it's weird that you find it weird. You live in southern West Texas. The people who claim to be so holy and, and so righteous and so this and so that. And these are the people who build their entire lives on holding grudges and holding on to ways of life that existed 50, 60 years ago, and they hate you for eliminating a small portion of that, you're going to be hated in these people's minds for the next three generations. They're going to tell their grandkids' grandkids about you. That's what these people do. That's what Southerners do. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> it is disappointing, but look, come on, dude. They, they, they named a school Robert E. Lee to piss off black people because of segregation, and then it became a celebrated thing in the city for decades. Only, only six decades. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm surprised you're surprised, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I guess uh, it's just, I guess I see your point, but man, it's it's just old. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. It's just it old. Is old. Like, absolutely. Be mad. Get be mad about something else. Be mad at your band. Be mad at the band director. <laughs> Jesus. Let's hear the band tea. Let's hear the band tea. Well, you know, it, it's a... Um, oh, he's going to go politically correct here. I, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of the things that they were, you know, they were criticized about last year did not get get, get fixed. Um, fundamentals, fundamental of the feet. You know, you have to look like something going from set to set. You have to, when you make a formation, it needs to be a formation and not just this random amoeba. Okay, there ladies, were, now let's get in formation. Okay. And Beyonce would have been pissed off. <laughs> nobody was in formation. <laughs> Beyonce would have lost her shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so right? Go back, do it again. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm frustrated with the situation because I see it going down the exact same road it went down last year. And last year, it was the second to last place band in the entire area. Whew. Who was the last so, place band? Right? Exactly. So one of them El Paso schools. And Makes so... I don't want that for my alma mater. I just don't. Especially for that band program where at the beginning of the show, they always read off the, all the accomplishments of the program. And a lot of those accomplishments that they read off, I was there for. <laughs> like, I, that was, I was in those bands or I worked those bands. And it's so like for Dallas them Cowboys to, fans talking about their Super Bowls. <laughs> right? 
And so for them to live off of my accomplishments but look that look like that, that's not cool. That doesn't sit very well with me. And so I just, you know, my concern, I just want it to be better. I just want the whole thing to be a lot better than what it is. And it's it was disappointing for that to be, you know, the first initial showing. Then you have to remember just the week before, you know, I was I was on this podcast happy and bragging about the performance of the band program that I do associate with, uh, with Permian. And, and it was a great first show. And, you know, it, we, are, we are set up for really positive things moving forward. I just wish I could say the same thing for Legacy's band, but I, it would be a lie. And uh, I want it to be better. I just want it to be better so badly, so desperately. Um, but I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. However, I will put this out there: if the director called me, emailed me, and asked for help, I would go. I would do. I would do that. I would. I would spend whatever time I need to spend to help that program get better because the program deserves it. The kids who are still there and still enduring through that program, they deserve to, to get the best. You said enduring. It's enduring. I was told that their seniors, their juniors and seniors are next to nothing and that the band is currently made up of sophomores and freshmen. And when your band is in that situation, is that young, that speaks to nothing but the top, the leadership. And so uh, there's challenges. There are some big time challenges. And uh, I hope that people are paying attention. I hope that expectations have been set. And if expectations are not met, then, you know, something needs to happen. Courtney wants to see some heads roll. Uh, you know, you said that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear, I didn't say that. So what if they offered you band director? No, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be, I don't want to be the head director. For sure. Courtney said, I'm trying to be on the school board. I don't got time for all that. Well, and then the other part of it is I know, I know me. And I know my work ethic. And I know that if I were the head band director, it would be I would be totally consumed because at this point, the only way that I can see to fix it is I have to be all in and give way more time to it than I could that it's healthy. And I just can't do that, especially with everything else that's going on here at, at home. I just there's no way that I could put all of me into that program and do it the justice that it needs to be done. <laughs> but can I can I help support the program? Yes. Absolutely. Do I want to? Yes. Because my picture is still in that band hall. You know? I'm still I'm still there. I'm a part of the program. Whether people want to to respect that or not, I'm still part of that program. I'm an alumni of that program. And I always and will be. <laughs> always will be. You know, the the 
pictures and are the plaques and and uh, trophies that are in that room, I help put them there. And so uh, I care. I will always care. I will always, always care about that program and wanting to see that program be successful. So uh, right now I'm just, I'm, I'm deeply concerned for their trajectory. Trajectory? Yes. Okay. However, that is not what's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's the big however. However. <laughs> While those oh, two things mom. are on my mind and part of what's going on in my world, it's not what's on my mind. So I don't know if it was last week or a few weeks ago, I talked about my dad and how he had like five falls in a 24-hour period. We had to, uh, I took him to the hospital and he ended up uh, being admitted into rehab. Well, he was at the rehab center for about three weeks. And on the 31st, they finally released him. Which also happened was a Thursday. And it was the same, you know, the same day that everything else is falling apart with the, with the Pride Center. Um, while I'm getting the messages about it, I'm at the rehab center picking up my dad. And so uh, my dad has really taken a turn for the worse. um, He didn't really get any stronger uh, during the rehab process. Uh, His mind actually got a lot of weaker. He had um, early onset dementia, but it's like full blown. I mean, it's, it's pretty severe at this point. Um, there would be times at the rehab center where as it got like later in the evening, he would just become so angry and, and defiant and mean. And the workers there would actually call us to try and get us to calm him down. And there were times when my mom had to actually go out there uh, just to, to see him, to try and calm him down. And, uh, and then it became, you know, the conversation between mom and I is, well, he's going to have to get out of this rehab center at some point. What's going to happen? What, what, where is he going to go? What are we going to do with him? And uh, everything was pointing to he's going to have to go to a nursing home. But then at the last minute, my mom was just like, I can't do it. I can't put him in the nursing home. Um, I promised him that I would not put him in the nursing home. I can't do it. And I'm just like, Mom, do you understand what this means for us to try, even just to try to take care of him? Do you really understand what that means and what that, what that means as far as time commitment, um, you know, a physical commitment? Uh, to try and making him work, you know, he, he is now in a wheelchair. He's now wheelchair bound. And that's something new that we haven't had to deal with here in the house. And so uh, it's just, it's, it's been hard uh, having him back at home, um, trying to just have conversation. His speech is cause he's already, you know, two, two strokes and, uh, now with his dementia, like his speech, sometimes he's 
he's hardly audible. Like, I don't understand anything that he's saying. And when you don't understand him, he's just frustrated, even more so. And then he becomes angry. And uh, it, it is uh, – he is a, a – he's not, like, big, but he is a thickly built man. <laughs> he is heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and trying to lift him and, you know, move him from one place to another is, is it's hard. It's not something that my mom can do, uh, not by herself, but she's gotten better as far as learning techniques and everything, different methods to use to, to help move him around. Um, we all have, you know, it's, it's, <sighs> this is a learning experience for all of us. But the thing is, is that, my dad doesn't really want my mom to help him. Like there's some trust issues. And so everything, every time something happens or he needs something, he yells for me to come and help him. Uh, no matter what time of the morning is, what time of night, you know, four in the morning, his first night there, four in the morning, uh, he's yelling for me. He had tried to, he tried to get out of bed on his own and I don't know how he he managed to get the wheelchair close to the bed and he was like straddling the wheelchair I'm just like I don't even know how you did this he had like one leg over the wheelchair and his back was still in the bed man don't make me laugh about something serious dude come on I know well but it it, it was funny it was (laughs) it it was funny I, I like I have no idea how he even did this but it was so ridiculous. And I was just like, I should leave you like this. Like, I told you, don't try to get up on your own. When, when it's time to get up, we will help you get up. He's just like, well, I'm ready to get up. I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning. You're not getting up. Go back to bed because I'm going back to bed. So he went back into bed and everything. And then... uh a few hours later, it's about 7.30, I get a knock on my door, and Mom is, is calling me for help because Dad, once again, tried to get up out of bed and fell. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this. And uh, my mom and Dad have not, like, slept in the same room <laughs> for years. Uh, my dad snores so loud, and he sleeps, he talks in his sleep. And so it's just, it's always been hard for mom to get any sleep with him. And so uh, first night she slept in the bed with him. The second night she went and slept in her own room. But after that, that's when he tried to break free. So now she's just like, well, I, I guess I have to sleep in here with him just to keep him from getting up and everything. So, uh, last night before... No school. We're it's time for school again. We're back on on schedule and everything. And so, uh, I don't know what he was dreaming, what his thought process was last night, but he was. I've never heard him be so loud, talking in his sleep, fighting in his sleep, like just loud to the point to where there was no one getting any sleep in the house. Definitely not mom and I. And just hearing him for hours, not for a little while, for hours, 
And by the time he had stopped, by the time he finally kind of went to sleep, and I had dozed off, it was like instantly my alarm clock went off. And it was time to get up and start the day. Did you do that thing where you're like just so frustrated you kind of cry a little bit? You're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, my God, I don't know how I'm going to make it through today. And uh, it was hard. Like I was so tired, just so tired. You know, I'm just trying to be enthusiastic for the kids because I go. You know, I'm the first. I'm the greeter when they when they come in. Uh, of course, we opened the doors at 7.15, and I was supposed to do this with two other people. Of course, one of them is late. The other one doesn't show up at all. So I'm having to do even extra, even more, totally exhausted, trying to, you know, greet these kids and get them energized and ready for a school day. And so... After that, you know, after I get all the kids in, finish the morning routine, I just go to my office and I just sit there. And I'm just like trying not to fall asleep. Just miserable. Just I just feel just felt miserable. And all day I've been really tired. Um, but you know, you have to keep going, you have to keep trying to press. Now this is just day one. This was the first day back to school. And I'm already this tired and worn out over everything. And I just, you know, I don't know how people who, who have done this, who have normally taken care of people like this, like, how do you do it? How do you find that energy? How do you find that strength? How do you find the resolve to keep doing it? And then how do you, how do you find the resolve to deal with everything else? Because I'm still, you know, I'm still in my mind in my band world. I'm still in my mind trying to take care of it and all the school related things that I'm doing. And I'm still trying to trying to process the price in Northwest Texas. And all of these things are happening all at the same time. And I'm just it's a lot. And I'm just like, I don't know. I I, I don't even I've come to a point to where I don't even know how to think. And on top of that, I'm about to add in, you know. I have this other project, Project Blueprint, which Thursday we're about to select the class, select the mentors. And, and, you know, it, it's about to kick off and get really started here very, very, very soon. And uh, I feel like I'm not ready for all that. I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not ready, but I don't have a choice. And I have to keep going. I have to press and I just – when is my battery going to run out? Uh, am I going to snap on somebody and go postal? It's kind of nice. I know. I don't, no, I won't. Well, maybe. I won't say it won't. <laughs> It'll be one of those days where I text you trying to be funny because I always seem to text you when you're in a bad mood. <laughs> Just come unglued. But, uh, you know, what is, I guess what's on my mind is how do you deal? Like, so many things. I just don't, how do you deal? And I'm, and what's crazy is I'm usually the one who has the answers for those questions. You know, other people go through these traumas and everything, and I'm giving them encouragement and advice. But I need that encouragement and advice. I don't, I just, I don't know. 
and I don't even know what I tell other people. And it makes me just be like, well, why am I even trying to tell other people things? Because I don't know that any of it really even matters at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. life is still a lot. It's just a lot. So that's what's on my mind. I'm just just trying to make it through the day every day and uh, dealing with a, a parent that has has gone over that dementia bridge. He is it's not onset anymore. It's it's there. It's full blown. And uh, none of us are dealing with it very well. Well unfortunately your co host is like thirty years younger than you, twenty five, and doesn't have the answers you're looking for. I haven't been through these circumstances. And I wish I did. Um, I mean, I guess blanket advice, man. Make sure you have some you time. I don't think you do the you time thing very well, Courtney. Um, well, my my you time was going to a legacy game. We see what that got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you kind of like it. Don't act like you don't kind of like it. Um, to a certain extent, but <laughs> I can um, do that drama. You know, it's like you've told me. You know. We don't have to podcast every damn week. If it ever comes a week where you're like, yo, I don't even want to set this mic, then don't set the mic. If we need to if we need to cancel or postpone our sports podcast, then I think our two listeners a week will understand. Um, <laughs> you know, because we do that podcast for you, me, and Will and Dave, I think, is really about it. Right. And, I was uh, going to say Sarah's husband, Dave. Yeah. yeah um, but, uh, I, I mean, it, it – it, it's incredibly impossibly hard what you're going through. And I'm terribly, terribly sorry to hear that, you know, dad's regressing. And I know you and mom will make the best decision for him, which is obviously like, you know, that you don't need to hear that from me, but it, I can't imagine what you're dealing with. And it makes, it makes my little millennial moment seem very small. And I wish I wasn't following. I might even skip it this week. No, <laughs> but... don't skip it. Because <laughs> See, the thing is, is that, and one of the things that I've learned um, just over time is that we can't compare each other's trauma, you know, whatever, what, what I'm going through, you know, may be big to me, but it's not big to other people. You know, what you're going through is, is big to you. And if it, even if it's not big to me, that doesn't make it any less impactful to you. And so... You know, don't don't do that. Don't don't try to minimize yourself because of whatever I'm going through. That's not right. That's not fair. Don't do that. No, I I was just being. I was just. I was attempting to be funny, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I don't even have like. I physically cannot imagine myself in your shoes. That's just how impossibly difficult it seems. Well, hopefully you won't have to do that. That's that's the thing. You know, I, I really would not wish this this part of the struggle on anyone. You know, we've talked about before just, you know, everything leading up to this point. And this has been a gradual, you know, this I, I'm not I sh- I'm not surprised by anything because I knew that this was coming. I knew yeah, you kind of mentally coming. prepared for it. Yeah, I've been mentally prepared. I wasn't I didn't quite think that you know, this the slide, the mental slide, happened all at once. That happened very quickly, and I wasn't ready for that. 
but I knew that this was coming, and I knew that this was part of the game. I knew that the, in the long run, this this is what it was, and so you know that part of it is is not surprising, but you know it's still it's it's just you know it's a lot. But I shall press through, and uh, I'm thankful to have a sounding board to be able to vent and get some poo off my chest. And just like you to, can get, and I'm glad to be that for you. <laughs> right on, and just like you get to get some poo off your chest, and let us know what's going on in the world of Damien in the millennial. Let's get some shit off my chest here. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. This is a hard one, Courtney. I have to code language a lot of this. It's, I have to go you, and I can't drop names. <laughs> I cannot name. So, <laughs> good luck. You go see. It's pretty hard. <laughs> so here's the thing. I am really good friends um, with 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 a guy. There's no kind of. I I despise the fact that I have to preface it with "there's nothing going on." Like, no, we're just friends, right? I I hate the fact that I have to clarify that. But she's just. A friend of mine. Isn't my it crazy friend. that straight people don't have to do that? Absolutely it is. And wait till you hear the rest of this story, Courtney. Oh, okay. Um, so me and this guy are buddies. It's really cool. Um, he's married to someone I can only describe as a psychotic bitch. Um, <laughs> that, that is... <laughs> that is... <laughs> <laughs> only like I sat here and and was like how would I that's the only way I can put it that's the only way it, I know how to put it is he is married to a psychotic bitch of a human being um, I mean this woman is controlling this woman is narcissistic this woman is like uh, manipulative to a degree, but I kind of admire. I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, oh, this this girl's this girl this girl was like out of a scandal script, my dude. Um, and so got, you said she got folders on everybody, Bruh, She's a psychotic bitch. Like, if I found out she was a B six thirteen agent, it would not surprise me. <laughs> Um, and, uh, my, so <laughs> they're, they're recently married. They're not like, like brand new couple, but they're like, they don't have like a ton of years under their belt. Right. Um, and, uh, it's already not in a pretty place and it's because of Madame psychotic bitch. Um, so they get into a fight, and I'm not going to talk about like what they fought about because whatever, it's not my business to put on the pod. But they get into a fight one day, and um, she like basically tells him like to leave, like she doesn't want to be around or whatever. He's like, all right, cool, whatever. So he leaves. And he calls me he's like, hey, you want to chill, whatever? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So he comes over, and he's venting about it, whatever. We're talking. I'm like, oh, I'm like shit, whatever. Sorry, you're going through that. We start playing some video games. Just have a good night. Like get your mind off it, whatever. We just chill, chill like boys do. Um. That's fine. That's good. 
maybe like a week, a week and a half later, um, they start fighting again. She leaves the house. She's staying with the parents. Um, he and I had already had plans that day, so he's like, he just comes over. He's like, I mean, fuck it, we already had plans. I don't want to be at the house alone where I just fought with my wife, like whatever. Well, it's just chill. It's like again, kind of like last time, you know. Vent about the issue a little bit. We talk a little bit, give him some advice, this and that, blah blah blah. And then we just chill, hang out, play video games. It's a good time. Um. So then a couple days later, um, he is now being accused of cheating on me. Or cheating on her with me. Because he's bisexual and she's bisexual herself or some kind of whatever. And she knows I'm gay. So she is so insecure and homophobic in her nature that because her husband has a gay friend, she assumes that he's cheating on her with me just because we are hanging out. So already you're dead to me. Like you're dead, like you're dead to me. Like I, I really hope that it ends. I hope it ends miserably for you. And I hope you spend the rest of your life miserable. You fucking homophobic cunt. That's how I feel about it already. Um, so they have a little couples like therapy sesh and the therapist tells him that it would be in his best interest for her peace of mind if he didn't hang out with me for a good like three weeks to a month just so she feels okay about everything the fuck kind of therapist is this <laughs> so now let me, let me, i want to go and snatch this bitch's license what so what? now what? <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just like he's just like is she being rational about things no is it fair no but you know if it makes her this uncomfortable then until you guys kind of calm down and figure things out, it's probably best if you don't just go continue something that she has a problem with. And this girl is very much what I would describe as a grown toddler. Um, and it's like, you can tell she just cries and throws a hissy fit and lies and manipulates people till they give her her way. Um, and so now I'm grounded from seeing my friend for a good three to four weeks because his wife is a homophobic cunt. Um, And it's almost frustrating at this point because like, I feel like I'm trapped in the middle of it. And excuse me, language warning, language warning, language. I'm going to do this for a good 10 seconds. So parents can skip language, warning, language, warning, language, warning, language, warning. I ain't even sucked anyone's dick, bro. Like, I'm caught in the middle of this fucked up marriage and I ain't even sucked anyone off. (laughs) You literally just hung out and played some video games and talked about life and shit, dude. It's like... Oh my. <laughs> that might be the biggest laugh I ever got out of you. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, dude, it's like, dude, I've done something with the married guy one time, and it's because I had no clue that he was married. 
And when his wife reached out to me, I provided irrefutable proof that I had no clue he was married. And I helped that woman expose his ass. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't cheat with married men. And that's just my buddy. I don't even look at him that way. And so for this girl to just to draw, and I think I feel so offended by it because when I met them and found out that they were both like whatever, you know, not straight, I was like, oh, cool. I have a couple of like, not, I don't want to say gay friends, but whatever, not straight friends. Like, that's cool because I don't have many of those. And also these two are really like, when I met her, I was like, oh, she's really fucking cool. She's fun to talk to. Like, we have a lot in common. Like, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden the bitch is accusing me of cheating with her man. And I'm like, she, or accusing her man of cheating with me. And I'm like, that is so homophobic. And to come from a not uh, from a, I hate to say, like, I know you and I don't like using the word queer. I'm just going to use the word queer here. because It's just the most simple word. Like for a queer person to just draw that conclusion, just because a straight man, like a, a, not even, he's not even straight, but whatever, just because you're hanging out with your gay friend for you just to assume he's cheating on you with me. This the rage that boils inside of me thinking about this, Courtney, is like it's it's unpalpable. And now I feel like I'm caught in the middle of this like effed up marriage. And I don't know. I don't know who I want to be more mad at the psychotic bitch wife or the fucking husband that lets her treat him like shit and then just goes back to her because I love her so much. And it's like, do you? Do you? Like, language warning, language warning, language warning, skip 10, <laughs> skip 10 seconds ahead. Is the pussy that good, my dude? Because, like, <laughs> as a gay man, I don't understand. Because if someone treated me like this, I have been treated like this before. I've been beaten before. And you know what I did? I effing left. And so it's yeah. just like, and I'm not saying up and divorce her. If, if you really love each other and it hasn't been like this and all of a sudden these problems are arranging, then sure, do your couple's therapy. Take your time apart. I admire the fact that you want to work it out. But this is some next level extreme cuntiness, dude. Like, it, it, it's bad, man. And I'm just like, I don't, and then it's also irritating me because it feels like when he's fighting and arguing with his wife and things aren't good, then we're like talking a lot, like we're texting a lot, we're chilling a lot. You can tell I'm like his best bud, like we're talking. But then as soon as things start to get better with the wife, I, my ass don't exist. And that's irritating too, because it's like, I, I'm not here just to be like your second therapist, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you're going to hang out with your wife and you're not going to be super focused on like talking to your friends or whatever. But I just feel like I'm super, maybe I'm too available, but. You know, it's it's call me, and we still call and text, but it's like, call me, text me while things are bad, and then like, oh yeah, sort of text me while things are good, and I kind of don't fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, that's my little rant. I just had to get that, because I just feel like I'm in the middle of this effed up marriage, dude. And it's like, I'm just friends with this person. Like, I'm just trying to fucking chill talk about life play some video games like not, like not even think about shit go get like a burger or something and it's just it's just gotten so crazy and i'm just like I, I, how long is it going to be till girl goes to home and he's like yeah you guys can't be friends anymore because it makes me so uncomfortable you just gonna cut me off like that because you ain't coming back you know what i'm saying I'm not, you're not gonna like oh my wife says we can't be friends and then when you and your wife divorce because you're gonna divorce then what, you're going to want to come back and be like, all right, bro, we can hang out now. Nah, motherfucker. It don't work like that. That's my piece, Courtney. <laughs>
Well, that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 my piece. Well, that was, okay. A that was fun. That was, <laughs> that was fun. Well, I guess the first thing that I wonder in that whole situation is what's hap- What is he telling her about? the hangout that you have. And I'm thinking that part of it, because I remember having, um, you know, one of, one of my exes would be so jealous of my best friend, Jeff. And this is why I was in Dallas and Jeff was in Monaghan. And we would talk on the phone for hours. And at the end of the conversation, he would just be sitting there like mad, angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, babe, what's wrong? And he was just like, I wish I could make you laugh the way Jeff makes you laugh. Oh, Lord. I'm just like, are you being serious right now? He was just like, yeah, you don't, like, you just, like, light up and you're a whole different person whenever Jeff calls. And I'm just like, but that's just my friend that I talked to, you know, for an hour. You're my man. You know, I see you all the time. We're always laughing and having a good time. It's like you I know you're not jealous of somebody who's who's like not even in the same county. <laughs> yeah. Or the same area of the state. He was just like, Well, you know, it's just I just want to be able to make you happy the same way. And so, you know, it might be a situation where he is a different level of happy that he experiences with you that he does not experience with her. Because she treats him like shit. Yeah, well, she probably sees that. (laughs) And she's jealous of that. And that probably is the catalyst behind the whole thing. And why why all of a sudden you're the bad guy who must be sleeping with her husband. Because he seems to like you a whole lot more than he than than he likes me. You know, that's 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 her thought process. It's not right. But, you know, that's that's probably her thought process. Well, that and because I'm sitting here telling him, like, do you like being treated this way? Do you like being talked to this? Is this how you imagine your marriage when you got married? This this, this is happily ever after for you? Like, this? Right right here? All the shit this girl says to you? that When you when you imagine getting married to your wife, that this is what you pictured? Because if it is, that's fucking sad. And I <laughs> told him you that. Well, you, I mean, but you might be telling her that, but it's, it's a matter of what is he telling her? Oh, no, I know. I understand. And so, you know, he, if he's just, you know, yeah, we went out, we hung out and we played video games and had a couple of drinks, and you know, laughed it up, blah, blah, blah. You know, she might be really threatened by that because those are not things that he does with her. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. it's been a lot, and I um and I feel like I said I feel bad because like I consider this guy like one of my best friends at this point. Like, fucking love hanging around the dude. It's fucking awesome, and we have a great time when we hang out. And I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know how to like I don't know how to put into words. I'm just like, yo, keep me out of this shit with your crazy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what you're going to have to do now. You're just going to have to sleep with the 
Oh, yo, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's just no other way. It's going to have to sleep with the guy. That way, you know, be like, fine, fine. I Don't accuse me of something I'm not having done. <laughs> now, no, okay, no, no, now no, I really, no. now I'll be mad. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just... So I'm, I don't know, man. It's just I feel bad for him, and I'm like, you know, admire the fact that you're trying to fix things with your girl. Like that's awesome, good for you. Could not be me in the slightest. Could not be me. That divorce would have happened so fast. She already throwing the divorce word at him, dude. Wow. They, they've been married for like uh, half a year at most, and she throwing the divorce word at him, bro. Anytime he fucks up, divorce, divorce, divorce. When I tell you I've been out of that so fast. All because he has a crush on Damien. <laughs> I'm a homewrecker. You home, you hussy. You said I'm a hussy. <laughs> <laughs> language, 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 language warning. Damien, you're a hussy. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, Diane Anderson, oh my word. Oh. Oh, a uh, hussy. Hussy. <laughs> Ban him from the library. I was surprised <laughs> you didn't talk about that. Oh my God. It's, it's just not enough time. <laughs> Diane marching her little old lady troop <laughs> to the library to go through troop. all the books. You know, they wouldn't, out of fear of persecution, they didn't want to name the old ladies that were in the troop <laughs> on the on the team. She said that you know, the three of them were like, I don't care. Put my name out there. The five of them were like, oh, no, I don't want to be named because I don't want the I don't want the book readers to, to um, come after me for being a bigot and a closed minded. Um, you know, person. they didn't want the smoke. They didn't want that smoke. No so smoke. They decided not to publish anyone's name, but I think that that in itself is cowardly. When you when you make decisions like that and you don't want to stand up and and say that yeah I did this this is me, that's cowardly, and it really diminishes the decision that you made. Mm-hmm. You can't own it. But yeah, that whole thing with the library is pretty ridiculous. But we have great people like. Uh, Heather Bredemus, who is leading the charge and, and always, always in the fight to basically protect and preserve a parent's rights to make decisions for their own child. And ultimately, that's what this boils down to. Uh, it, it goes beyond the content of the books. It's a parent's right to decide what their child reads and not someone, not Diane Anderson's job to decide what a parent know what what a child what a book a child reads she is not the the thought police which i think that's what they were called in fahrenheit 451 it's the thought police you don't want you to to go around thinking on your own heaven forbid come calm that down calm that down we don't need no thinking happen here so yeah that that is all pretty serious pretty serious and pretty seriously stupid that they would, you know, that they actually 
were allowed to go and do that. It's disappointing. Yeah. It's a it's a step backwards from this. Agreed. But yeah, that's my little millennial moment today. You know, I'm a home wrecker without ever having participated in any any activities. Oh. Learned a lot about you, Damien, today. Learned you're a home wrecking hussy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. And I've been on a dry spell for like three months, two months. It's been a long time. I've been, the community has missed me. I'm going to have a lot of community service to make up for eventually down the road, but I have been very inactive in the community for a good little while. Well, we know why now. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's that's good. According to some people, according to sources, bill, literally. Uh-huh. According to sources, yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking home wrecking piece of piece of shit. Don't right. you know straight men can't be friends with gay men? They'll just sleep together the whole time. The whole time. Like you literally put a ring on your fucking finger, you insecure bitch. Right. Like you he literally goes home to you every night, girl. Like I. Oh, don't get me on a rant. I hate this woman so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Please tell me that he's a listener of the show. I don't I don't know. I frankly I don't care if he is. Hey, what's up? I said all this to your face. But um <laughs> but um <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. And frankly, I don't I didn't name any names. So if the shoe fits, psychotic bitch, then the shoe fits. You know. Okay. I'm talking about you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if the shoe fits, wear that motherfucker and wear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talking about you. <laughs> if you listen wow. to it and you go, "Oh shit, that's me," you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what an interesting episode this has been. <laughs> Canadians, I'm sure that you've heard all kind of things that you know you good Canadian people don't normally hear. Like, <laughs> oh my maple syrup, what is going on here? I feel like I've been so good about my cursing lately, and I really threw that out the window today, but I needed it, man. <laughs> but hey, you gave language warnings, so it's okay. <laughs> skip ahead, skip ahead. <laughs> Skip ahead. Language warning, language warning, language warning. I'm just imagining that somebody, hold on, language warning for the next 10 seconds. I'm just imagining somebody's like pressed a little fast forward on their Spotify and they just hear suck a dick. Like they like don't go far enough. And that's just what it stops on. <laughs> right. They they do the, the 10 second skip thing. And on the 11th second, it's suck a dick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I got Heather going, yeah. son of a bitch, Damien. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, my poor innocent little Panther students. I'm sorry you had to listen to all these <laughs> naughty words. And I know you guys say nothing like this because you're all such wonderful little angels. So keeping great, go to rehearsals. To any of you young Panther students who might be gay, whether you're out, whether you're closeted, and you're going to figure it out, and that's your thing, and I hope you figure it out on your own time. If you ever come across a homophobic bitch that, you know, (laughs) wants to uh, stereotype you just because of your sexuality, um, please go out of your way 
uh, to do everything you possibly can to make her life living hell because people like that deserve it. Racist people deserve it. Sexist people deserve it. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, homophobic people deserve it. Anybody who wants to discriminate against you for something that's just who you are as a person, go out of your way to ruin their life because it's the only way they learn. I really honestly thought you were going to say, go ahead and sleep with that straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that too, but I'm letting you know now it never works out and your heart will be broken. He will never love you. Move on with your life. There you go. That part. That part, kids. That part. (laughs) Well, good Canadians. I certainly appreciate you for sticking with us. If you did, you know, I know that this was this was a lot for your wonderful, innocent ears up there in Canada. You guys don't talk like this. And uh for everyone else, I I uh I hope that you I, actually I really hope that everyone was able to relate to something in this show because there really was a lot to we we talked about a lot of different things and I hope that you know something within this hour and a half stuck and uh, made some sense to you touched a heartstring uh, made you realize some things maybe you are the psychotic psycho bitch maybe and, you should have uh, sucked that. Uh... You know, yeah, I feel like this know? is I feel like this episode more than any really serves to highlight the age difference. <laughs> <laughs> Just the different life experiences going on here. Right. For sure. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't have anything to recommend. They mean you have anything to recommend? Um, Thursday is the first day of NFL football for the season. Y'all better sit your asses on that couch and watch you some football. Hell yeah. I hope you know, we're talking football tomorrow. I don't want to hear any, I want to talk about the tennis. Oh, you get two minutes on tennis. Okay. Bro, t- <laughs> the U.S. We, Open has been fired. Go we are, that's fine. But we are talking NFL football tomorrow. I am Wait. so excited. What about college football? All the upsets from last week? We talking, yo, tomorrow might be our first over an hour long sports show. You better buckle in. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) All two of our listeners don't need an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Calm your nerves there. Calm down. Calm down. The show that I will forget to post about until five weeks later. Yeah, I want y'all to remember. I want to make it clear to everybody that he told me when we said he's like, and he kind of threw some shade, or at least I felt like shade was thrown. Maybe, maybe I read into it, but he was like, "Yeah, I want to make a Facebook page for this one and be really interactive with people on it." He doesn't even post on it. I'm yeah, I'm bad about that. My bad. My bad. It gets there eventually. Hey, I don't know who's responsible for posting on our Instagram, but they need to get fired because they were like a month. Bro, Instagram is dry. I feel bad every week for even talking about the Instagram. My my friend Tori messaged me. She goes, Damien, are you still doing your podcast? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I always like your Instagram pictures and, and I haven't seen one in a while. I was like, oh, well, I need to fire that intern. <laughs> Who does she think she is? <laughs> oh goodness, goodness, goodness! 
<laughs> well, as always, I always feel a lot better after a conversation with my friend Damien. Um, and really with conversation with all you good listeners out there in Wake What Nation. Uh, we appreciate you listening to today's episode. If there's something that you liked about it, make sure that you share the show with your friends. Uh, subscribe to our show either on uh, Apple Music or on Spotify. And uh, make sure that, you know, you, you share it. Like I said, share it with your friends. And give us some interactive feedback. I, if there are those out of you out there that are dealing with, um, you know, a parent or a loved one that is going through dementia, if you're out there and you're dealing with um, friends who are, lo- if you've lost a friend, because they've gotten married and the spouse thinks that, that you're a home wrecking You know, you're a home wrecking husband. Talk to us. Let us know about your experience. We'd love to know. Let us know that we're not on an island out here all alone. Or um, if you're as irresponsible with your money as I am. Yeah, that part too. <laughs> uh, if if uh, maybe you're in the band world and you and you have some ideas about how to make the situation better. You know, share those if uh, we just want to hear from you. Basically, we just want to hear from our our listeners and especially our loyal listeners, because we certainly appreciate everything that you do. We appreciate you listening to our show. So with that, Damien, if there's nothing more. I think we're good to, to end the show. Good deal. Then we shall end the show until next time, y'all. Later.